Welcome to Metal Stories and to our new story. This story is about a group of desperate survivors from Troy after the War of Troy. And the leader of this group, who is our hero in the story, encounters a man in the forest. And please wait until the end to find out who this stranger really is and why he wants to confuse our hero so badly, as if this stranger knew everything about our hero and his people, and our hero knew nothing about this stranger. This stranger would even tell the story of Merchant of Venice, which you might remember from Shakespeare. The stranger warned our hero, as he is now the foreigner in these lands, like the Jew in the story of Merchant of Venice. And the stranger advised our hero at the end to make better decisions if he ever wanted to live in these foreign lands and if he ever wanted to avoid another heartless massacre. But why would this stranger even care about our modest Trojan survivors? So it's time to move on to our story, which only a few witnessed. One day, in a forest and in the middle of night, a group of people were trying to find their new home. And the leader of that group comes across a man. This forest is not very safe at this time of night. What are you looking for here alone? Our hero asked the man. I see you alone as well, the man replied. I'm not too far away from my people, our hero replied, and neither am I, the other man responded. But we haven't seen other men in the forest, our hero said in wonder. No, I didn't think you did, the stranger replied. Then it was our hero who continued. We're coming from Troy and trying to find somewhere to survive and somewhere to build our new home. I know, the man replied, and he got off his horse. A terrible tragedy. And please allow me to offer my sincere condolences. But I can't stop myself from wondering, the man continued. Do you still worship Athena? After everything she has done to you. Just because simply she wasn't picked as the fairest of them all by Paris. So, in return she thought of everything down to the smallest detail so that you would face a massacre. And even more terribly, if I remember correctly. She caused Trojan's bloat hero Hector and his successor Astanax to die. Our hero threw a bitter look and said, You remember correctly, but what shall we do? The deal was not for her to unleash all her anger only against our enemies. So would we want to frustrate her even further? 
and what shall I say to my people, to those who sacrifice all their loved ones to the greatest massacre in Troy, other than saying, don't worry, there will be no tragedy in this world, and this is not the end, it is not even the beginning of the end, but it is, perhaps, the end of the beginning. What else can we do during the most terrifying night? The man listened to our hero very carefully. He said, this is an eve of choice that you want to be very careful about. And I heard a lot about your ancient Greek tragedies. And it was suggesting something else. It was suggesting a more bitter truth. Was suggesting that there are tragedies in this world and caused by human hands and this is how it ends suggesting that what happened in Troy was unforgettable and irreversible and therefore terrifying my dear friend I'm on the way back from Venice and I witnessed a very strange case there which had the most happy ending of all, which, I hope, will give you some inspiration. It was between two merchants. One of them took a loan from the other for his friend. The lender was a Jew, and the other was a local from Venice. The lender demanded a pound of his flesh if the other cannot pay back the debt. In the end, the debtor could not pay his debt, and the lender demanded that the surety be fulfilled in return. And this case was taken to the court of Venice. And although the contract was voluntarily signed between the parties, and although it was not fulfilled, the court made the decision that the majority desperately desired and found the Jewish merchant unjust. After a little manipulation by the friends of the merchant of Venice, our hero asked desperately, what happened then? The man replied, what happened then was that they were not satisfied. They were not satisfied at all. They seen a foreigner who has gone too far this time. At the end of the day, the Jewish merchant has lost everything by falling into the trap set by the majority in a case where he was totally right. He lost his daughter, his money, his jewels, his property, his honor, and finally his most private thing, his religion and belief. So was his misery finally over? Our hero interrupted once again, while the stranger answered. It would be a great courtesy if his misery were ended that night. But now, rather they continued. They decided not to just take everything that belongs to him while he is alive. Instead, they made a skillful decision. 
that even when he dies, they let him die, knowing that he will enrich the man who stole his own beloved daughter. He was going to die, knowing that his enemies would continue to win. That was the punishment given by the court. I seen that day that friendship and love prevailed by creating an injustice and they celebrated it with a great pleasure. I couldn't stop myself when I followed them to their mansion house that night and watched them secretly from the window. Victory blinded them so much that they did not even notice me. But I noticed that there wasn't the slightest trace of the injustice in their hearts or in their minds that they had just committed. I was terrified since I knew that even the worst villains were the ones who only accepted their wickedness and learned how to live with it in the worst of situations. Just facing what they had done and fully aware of who they are. Those villains would never deny if it is asked that what they have done is cruelty, injustice and evil. But our Venetian heroes that night and in that mansion house were sitting there and they were sipping their wine enchanted by their love and getting ready for their nightly sex. So I couldn't resist and I went there. I reminded them of the injustice they just committed. They haven't understood anything and they weren't even able to make sense of why this was even questioned. They responded. What is wrong with an injustice committed to an outsider? Why did you even ask this? Why is this perfect night ruined even for 10 seconds? The stranger man headed towards his horse and mounted on its back. He threw one last look at our hero and he said, So, my dear friends, next time, be careful whose side you take, especially in these foreign lands. Her hero understood who this man was, and he said, Wait a second, I will ask you one more question, and then you can go wherever you want. The devil drew the reins of his horse. Ask me, he said sarcastically, but be quick, I'm in a hurry. Are these your men who are now shouting war cries in the forest? Of course, my men are many, but they are shouting in the name of God. The devil responded once again, and what did you think? Should they shout in the name of devil?